0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm catching up on this episode of everything this season and man I'm super excited. This next chapter for me is going to be so good and I finally come to understand that sometimes the universe just well let's just say that it just aligns things for us even when we can't see that. I think that loving yourself and making sure that you are loved first before you expect others to love you is super important. So let's dive in and get started. We cannot wait to share this episode with you guys. Hey guys, and welcome to the Creative Influencer Podcast, where we chat about living as the most epic version of yourself, being an entrepreneur, personal development goals, mom hustle, and starting A new life as a single boss babe. Life is way too short guys to sweat the small stuff and living your life as the most intentional and exceptional version of yourself is the only way that you're going to achieve your dreams. I'm your girl, Amanda, entrepreneur and goal-obsessed hustler in personal development, business, and fitness. So if that is your vibe too, then we are going to be besties. I freaking love sharing my new ideas, goals, business successes to help you achieve the goals that you want as a high achiever. My growth is the reason that I started this podcast because I'm just like anyone else and sometimes I didn't believe enough in myself of what I could do and truly accomplish in my life. So let's dive in guys. Let's get to this episode. Grab some notepads, pens, paper, and your heart to fill with some really, really good stuff. I cannot wait to share this with you guys. Let's go. Guys, we are so excited to be launching this year our RB Trade Affiliate Program. On May the 25th, we're going to be hosting a cocktail evening for all the trade professionals that are out there. So if this is something that speaks to you in regards to investment building, real estate, design... Anything like that, if you were involved in the general design business, then you definitely want to get over to our evening. It's going to be a great evening cocktail event. Happening on Thursday, May the twenty-fifth, from four p.m. till seven p.m. Now, in order to get into this party, you definitely need to make sure that you RSVP. So make sure to DM our team. You can definitely give us a follow on Instagram to get your spot, and we cannot wait to see you out for an evening that I'm sure that you're going to have so much great knowledge and so many alignments for networking and being able to meet people that you'll be able to connect with in your industry. And better yet, learn about how RB Furniture Shop can achieve some really, really great design and planning fundamentals for you to be more successful on the next project. Just like, first of all, it's your girl Amanda, okay? And it's been a little bit of a hot minute, hot second since I've been back. Um, took a little bit of time. I took a little bit of time, but I'm back. And the interesting part about this is that I'm actually back in my closet, recording podcasts as per usual, surrounded by all of my purchases that I've been making because I'm obsessed about buying clothes and shoes. And also, too, I feel really good because I just feel really good because i like I'm starting to look really good, and I think that's like reflecting and now I just I've bought a lot of clothes guys, like as I'm sitting here reflecting in this closet, <laughs> I definitely have a bit of a shopping problem, okay, but that's not why we're on here with regards to this podcast side note which is completely off topic do you know that every single country that i've so i started this podcast it's been out for a year every single country that i've traveled to i have recorded a podcast in that country and it wasn't intentional it's just like i have literally this microphone that can like i can like wrap it up it's like really small it's kind of compact and by the way i record these podcasts like it's right it's the microphone connects into um the connection for your phone. So like I have an Apple phone, so it connects right in there. But when I first started recording these podcasts, and you can go back and check the audio <laughs> on it. Um, I just recorded it from my phone. Like I literally, like as a voice record on my phone, that's how I would record these podcasts. So if anybody tells you, you know, you need to have all this fancy stuff, you definitely don't. I think it's really hilarious. The amount of downloads that this podcast gets, especially knowing that like last year it went, <laughs> Like the number one design show across canada which is really funny to me because i think it was like the home improvement category um which really really funny to me because i literally record these in a closet using my iphone most days and i have traveled all across um the globe like i've been to quite a number of different countries and the microphone just packs up in my suitcase. So I'm super stoked about that. And I was actually thinking about that. I'm like, that is like, so rad that I've been able to do that. Speaking of which, I didn't even really think that this podcast was going to come into fruition. It was a big goal of mine that I had for a long, long time. So thank you. Thank you so much for downloading the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. I still think it's crazy that people, y'all want to just hear me ramble on about a bunch of stuff. It still like warms my heart. So guys, I'm like, I'm just having that moment. I'm like back here. I'm back in Canada and in my closet reflecting on all of my purchases, which by the way, like I love, I love all these clothes. I love it. It's just giving me a whole bunch of joy. And also the fact that, yeah, like this podcast is pretty much international. Like, just go everywhere. I've recorded it in iceland i've been to costa rica i've recorded it i've literally sat in a closet in belize just recording it because um the rental property that i was at was like difficult to get um like not to have like this audio kind of kickback so i was literally in the closet which by the way when i was in that closet this is how dorky i am like i was actually in the closet and you think that i would know this because i work in construction I didn't realize there was a light switch to turn a light on in the closet. I was recording it in the dark. It was actually with the light of my laptop. That was like the backdrop. And then when I was done recording, I realized there was actually a light in the closet. So anyways, that's my level of nerd, you know, sort of geekiness. So what are we talking about today? Guys, I think that it's so important to make sure That so many of us are like working on our dreams and we're working on them every single day. I feel so many of us are looking for like these massive growth gains. And I was having a conversation just the other day with somebody in regards to that, like when you're working on something and especially when it's something that is a goal, it's a really big goal, it's difficult to stay on track sometimes I find because When you look at this like big crazy goal, it's really great when the trajectory is like, you know, off the charts and you've got like these big wins. It's really, really hard when you have to stay on track when you're just getting little wins. So I just want to remind everybody about that. It's all about the little baby gains and like all the little baby gains. When you think about that over a one-year period and especially when you start like, you know, stacking them up and stacking them up, all these little like baby gains those are the needle movers you know towards the end of the year so here we are it's in april y'all need to stick with it and just make sure that you're getting all your little baby gains because those are the meat and the potatoes that make it good i'm like really on like all like just bring up all kinds of like made up puns here but anyways i've been playing really close attention to full moons this year um I know it's a little woohoo-y. Stick with me. Don't turn off the podcast. Don't like, reject the download. But I'm such a big believer with the full moons, manifestation, and like all the cycling. I definitely think that y'all like you need to try it. You need to try it. So the past full moon that just passed, it actually happened on um April the fifth. It was actually the Wednesday, like the April the fifth. So technically it was april the 6th if we want to get really really technical but um that's when i actually saw it so it was um the pink moon it was really really beautiful if you're able to take a look at that i was actually on my way to the airport when i was driving there and I had the girls in the car and like where where we are like where we live like i was driving to toronto so where we live so we'd have to drive southbound for that and on to the left would be the east and to the right-hand side would be no to the, sorry, I've got that backwards. So to the left would be, um, no, I did. I had it right to the left would be the East and to the right-hand side would be the West. And it was just like, so beautiful because we we're able to see the sun rise, which would have been in the East. And it was really beautiful. And then as the moon was disappearing, it was in the West and it was like this crazy pink moon. I don't know why I'm paying so much attention to full moons. Well, I do know. I'm just like, I'm single and this is the stuff that I do because I just like feel that these are like super important things for me in moments. But other than being single, I do think that it is really, really important to make sure that you're like manifesting. And I think that there's like a lot of power to the moon and I'm like really into it this year and I've just noticed it a lot more. I also don't watch a lot of TV, so... And I don't have a lot of light pollution where I am, so I think, like, seeing full moons in the wintertime is, like, so beautiful. But anyways, lo and behold, it was a pink moon. It was stunning. It was so pretty. And all of, like... All of the moons are, like... They're generally called something, and they're normally named um, because um, a lot of Native Americans um, would name the moon based on like whatever season you know we were going into. So the next full moon is in May and it is going to be the flower moon, I believe it is, and it's happening on May the fifth. So if you all wanna see what the full moon looks like, there's your next full moon is on May the fifth. And they're just beautiful. And the nickname of the pink moon, it actually comes from the color of the flowers. This is total like nerd Amanda. So Why it was called the pink moon, Um, it's because of the name of flowers that um, grow at that time of year. Specifically, Native American groups are thought to have named it after like the pink moss wildflower, which blooms in shades of dusty pink. It also is, um, was a pink moon. So um, I'm not sure where, you know, Google got its information, but it was actually a really, really beautiful pink moon. Now I don't expect that the flower moon is going to be like popping out flowers. But anyways, point being May the 5th, that's when it's happening. And you need to know this because I think that I'm like, I I know you guys like think that I'm super, well, maybe don't, but I am. I'm like super weird. I'm the girl that does like really epic, cool life stuff. Like I'm telling you, climbing mountains, getting on my bike, riding hundreds of kilometers, doing things for charity. I have like gone down abyss holes at the bottom of the ocean. I've been with sharks. I've hunted poisonous slidefish. I've done like all kinds of crazy, crazy things. And I will tell you the way to achieve some really crazy things. And especially, and those are just like obviously personal things. Like there's a lot of business things that I've been able to achieve, especially in the past, like zoning in over the past couple of years. I think this is all to do with like writing down your goals. So I'm telling you, May the 5th, this is what you need to do. You need to get out your journals. You need to write your dreams down, get out a candle and get a cozy spot under the full moon. Because I'm telling you, there is a lot of power there, folks. And... I think for like, for me, like this has been my thing, just like catching full moons rising and then manifesting all the good stuff that you want to achieve. I'm telling you like, what else is like, what is the worst thing that's going to happen to you when you do that? You're literally just focused in, you're zoned in, like get off Netflix, get off those shows and um, you just like spend some time with yourself and spend some time on goal making and achieving and especially doing it. You know, when you have a little bit of a private moment, I think that it's very empowering. So If you want to achieve really good things and you can't catch the full moon, well, you definitely want to just make sure that you have some time to yourself and you're writing down all of these things. How many goals do I write down every single day? It's definitely a number one question that I get asked. I have ten goals that I write down every single day and I do it every single morning. I get up, I do my morning ritual, I have some coffee and I write down my goals every single day. And it's, I've been able to, and now I have like all these journals of, I've done it for years. I have all these journals and to go back and then reflect on some of that. I love looking at that stuff. Cause you were like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that I was, you know, writing these goals down. It was such a big goal of mine to be able to like do this. And like they were able to be achieved. So get in there guys, get those goals down. I find often too, because over the past, like, a couple of months, like, I've been running, I feel, like, a million miles an hour. Like, I often, I, I often, I want to be, like, honest and transparent. This is what this podcast is for. I often sometimes lose sight on some of my goals, um, dreams, whatever we want to, you know, sort of, like, chalk them up to. But the idea of, like, a dream or a concept... Taking that dream or concept and like actually making it into reality is the hardest part. It's not just about like writing down what all of your dreams are every single day. It's actually working, you know, those baby micro steps closer towards like what your end goal is in order to achieve them. And that's the hardest part. The hardest part is staying on task. And if I'm being really truly honest and like transparent, especially when I come like off schedule and I got disrupted it's really difficult for me to zone in and get those like goals, like back on track, especially if I haven't touched them. And when I say that like that, like I'm touching my goals every single day. So every, every single day. And when I lose sight of that, um, it does become a little bit of a challenge and I'm often like guilty with like, I'm, I take on things that I shouldn't be taking on where I know in the moment, um, that maybe I don't have enough time that's allocated to those specific things. And therefore it's like taking me away from like what my goals are. So I just wanted to be like honest and transparent. Like I'm in a bit of, you know, a thing right now. I think over like the past couple of weeks, I'm not sure if it's just like the shift to spring and I was traveling for a little bit, but I'm just like really tired. And I just haven't been able to like get into it. I don't know. Like I just, it's just, things are coming up. Um, It's definitely there's like personal things that like have been kind of like coming up and I'm good. I just feel that like sometimes you can get off task, off track. I don't know. Is it nutrition? Is it like diet exercise? Is it just sleep? Is it the shift of seasons? Some personal things going on? Is there distractions? But it happens to the best of us. And the most important thing that you need to do is just be able to like hop back on and get on track don't sweat it because it definitely feels that way for most of us. And I think along with like a lot of like high achievers and like performers and especially in the personal development world, they'll tell you all the time. Like they go through sometimes like just little slumps and it's about connecting back in and like being more aggressive to get back into your spot. So I fan girl so hard on people like that, are able to be like transparent and honest with that because I feel that that's what this podcast is really about you know like I don't want to tell you guys you know all of the wonderful things and I feel like like social media often has like this mixed conception about things like you post these pictures and you look so good and you know you have all the right filters and like all the right stuff that's there but the reality is is that like I think that you know if we were to take a look at like what some of like my real life and I say this all the time to with like when we do a photo shoot for especially for projects that are finished they look stunning they're amazing like they're magazine worthy the pictures are they almost look like effortless and even aside from the fact like yes we are doing a photo shoot and it's staged that way but that is not the reality of like how people live like people don't live in that you know reality so we often um You know, we'll say that, especially like when we're there and we're being on site and I've actually had like some really funny conversations with like real estate agents and saying that, you know, like they're shooting, they're trying to like, you know, move things out of the way so that like it it just feels like more of a natural flow and stuff. but. More importantly, is that this misconception social media has, you know, we all make mistakes. We all fail. We all go through these little slumps. And it's so important for all of us to stay on track and then just be like a little bit more transparent about that. I find because um, I'm like fangirling on people that are so different, like they're different from the norm of like society. I'm so freaking intrigued by like people who take actions on really extreme like lives and versions of themselves. I was recently just traveling in Costa Rica and um, I'd love it there. It, I get so drawn to Costa Rica. I'm, I feel like it's like, it's just like a little slice of heaven for me. And if I'm being honest, it's like another world down there that's often like pulls me closer to that world. There is just something I'm such a huge lover for water and surfing. Um I've really gotten into in the past. I've 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 always surfed I guess for like the past I don't know 5 years, but really gotten into it in the past couple of years. And I just think that there's like I think it's a lot to do with like with surfing especially with being in Costa Rica. Like there's just so much simplicity to it where you're at the mercy of nature really because you are just you know sitting on the ocean which is beautiful and it's so freaking hot down in Costa Rica so it's like beautiful it's stunning you have like this crystal clear water and you're just sitting there waiting for you know the ocean to break a you know a wave to come in and then you're trying to catch it and I just think that you know being able just to sit out there on the ocean and watching this it's just teaches you so My love for Costa Rica is just, I don't know, there's something very much, I feel very much the same way as what I do with Muskoka. There's just, it's like magic. It's just a little bit of magic that's out there sitting on the ocean, waiting for surf, um, waiting on your surfboard, just waiting for, to catch, catch, catch a wave is the most humbling thing I think that anybody can do in life. Um, so if you haven't tried it, you definitely need to go there, just float in the ocean. Even if it's something like, I just, I just feel like it's just like such a beautiful experience also too, going to Costa Rica and just the, the vibe is there just to like drive to different beaches every single day, um, and eat mangoes. That's, that's just my blissful life. And I feel like I'm so much more productive when I go there and I spend time there. It's just like to recharge and like I know a lot of people say this about Hawaii I've never actually traveled to Hawaii but I feel like it's just like for me Costa Rica is that it's like this recharge place I love it there it's so beautiful there's monkeys and just like sloths that live in trees and you get roadside mangoes and it is just ah it's beautiful I love it there I love 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 Costa Rica. And honestly, the more that I go there, the more that I can see myself spending time down there. And that's cool. And why I wanted to talk about that was because I feel like so many people, I think this has been a little bit of secret sauce for me in my life. Like I have discovered that you don't have to have everybody truly understand where you are or what it is that you want to do. In fact, the deeper that you kind of own your path, and especially if you know exactly what it is that you're looking for, and where you want to go, and you get really obsessed about that, I feel that the more people will really never truly understand where it is, or what, you know, you really want to be able to achieve uh, in life. So that's been something I think for me that it's really clicked over the past couple of years, where I don't really need to explain to a lot of people like I'm happy to share my story and happy to share what my goals are and you know explain um, to people you know what i want to be able to achieve but not everybody's going to get that not everybody's going to truly understand and that's okay I feel that there's so many people that will spend a long time trying to explain that back and I guess with the the end concept being that they want to really have like that person on their team so that they really understand that. And I spent so many years trying to almost like fight out the reasoning behind it where you like you have a plan and like you just want somebody like your mom or your aunt or your cousin or somebody like that to be on board and you spend all of your time and energy, you know, trying to explain to them so that they truly understand what your goal is. And it's like, yeah, but not everybody is going to really understand what your dreams are because they're your dreams. They belong to you and that's okay. And as long as you're not, I feel as long as you're not hurting anybody, as long as you're being safe and you're, you know, your your doing everything in like the best way that you can humanly possible I believe in it like I believe in you do it keep fighting so for those people that I think that you know I've had so many people tell me that that was not a great idea or that was stupid or you know some people that are not encouraging me especially for some of my life choices that I have and that's okay, and they're entitled, I guess, to their opinion, but I don't validate anybody's opinion that I don't truly have any respect for so for those of you guys that need to hear that, I really feel that you know if you have a big dream and you're really wanting to achieve it and you're wanting to work on it, keep going if it's not hurting anybody and you're living the best life that you can possibly do, just keep going, keep pushing forward. not everybody's going to get you, and not everybody. Needs to have you know your validation or vice versa, you know, for you to be able to like produce that dream. I don't validate anybody that is not on the same level as me, and that's been something that I've incorporated, you know, over, especially being like a business owner and being trying to aggressively grow our business. If you're not playing at the same level as me, then why would I value your opinion? You know, like. If you're not, if you haven't put in the same amount of blood, sweat, and tears, that would be comparatively so, and you are negatively talking or negatively shaming somebody, then why does it matter so much for people to be validated by that person? I really feel that, like, we spend so much time and energy on that. And I feel like this would go, like, a lot of haters or a lot of, like, naysayers, especially that happen on social media or content like that. I have no place... I actually think that it's quite funny for people that like will come and negatively comment on something like you've spent so much time and energy to go out and like source somebody out and find them and then put together like this negative comment on them when most of the time like what what would actually be the reason like I just I find that it's such a waste of energy, you know, for that. So I don't value anybody's opinion that is not at the same now. I'm respectful to those people. i want to seem like I'm disrespectful. It's just like a thank you next, you know, type of attitude. But there are very clear, you know, people that I have in my world, in my life that I validate their opinion, especially when it comes to coaches, whether that be for like my business coaches that I have that are, you know, cheering me on and leading me. Those are definitely opinions that I validate. If there are any mentors that I have and especially people that I aspire to be that have been in there that have like gone through those like gritty terms. I definitely value those opinions. And same with my fitness coaches too. You know, if they are able to do way more cooler, epic stuff than me, I definitely validate anything that they have to say, especially when they're putting like the time and the training into, you know, their courses and their knowledge and and all of that stuff. So My point, when I first started, I wanted to share this, like when I first started working out, I definitely felt like most people were cheering me on, you know, like anything, like we all start these, I've been on like so many different diets and crash plans and, you know, my weight has always like gone up and down, especially with having like three of my kids, like it's always fluctuated. Um, But the interesting part, I feel like when you start working out, most people are pretty, you know, they're pretty... Uh, supportive as well. They should be supportive. I hope that they're supportive for you. If you are there and you're starting, like everybody's like cheering you on, and like you got it, like go and like then you're at the gym and you know they're still cheering you on, and that's great. And then you see a little bit of results, and um, you know you see a a little bit of results and progression of the you know over let's say a period of a year, it's like okay she's transformed and that's great, or he's transformed and it's great. I find now it how like things have flipped and been a little bit more of a switch for me where I'm past that point and now I've become really deeply obsessed about things. So what happens is that when I share that information with other people that are not at the same level as me, because, um, and it's not about level. Like I I don't mean to say that I want to like take it into the right context. It's not about being, you know, better than somebody or not better than somebody. It's just, they're just not at the same level, meaning that they're not obsessed about certain fitness things. Like I will say that I am completely obsessed with CrossFit. I'm obsessed with the philosophy. I'm obsessed with the coaching. I'm obsessed about the movements. I'm really, really passionate about that. And I'm really also passionate about learning how to become a better athlete in that program. Now, because I'm drinking some pretty big bucket of Kool-Aid over there, it's difficult when you start to explain that to people that aren't drinking that. And that's not necessarily just with CrossFit, it could be any program that you, you know, you're you're on, especially like my son plays competitive hockey. He trains a lot, a lot more than the average person. He chooses to do that because he has some really big goals that he wants to be able to hit. And that's great, but you need to get aggressively, you know, passionate about where you want to be and not everybody's going to understand when you're at that point. In fact, I was having a conversation with, um, some of my family members and they were telling me, so I've been working pretty aggressively about, you know, doing pull-ups and there's a lot of bar movement that is in CrossFit specifically, um, and your hands got pretty beat up. Um, from doing that because you're constantly gripping bars and I've ripped my hands and I have calluses on my hands and you have to like care for them and take care of them. It's like a whole thing. So I had, I think at one point I had like ripped my hands and I was down and I was visiting and they'd actually said to me, they're like, you know, you need, you just need to be careful. You stop doing that because you're going to get arthritis in your hands if you continue. And I like, laughed internally so hard because I'm like that's so misinformed (laughs) so misinformed like first of all if you do a pull-up your pull-up you're not going to get arthritis in your hands from doing a pull-up that's it's it's completely false um by saying it's not what causes arthritis but what what it is is that I think you know the old version of Amanda would definitely want to be like defensive or like argue that back and You know, at this point in my life, I'm just like, yeah, you know, thank you. Thank you for, you know, being concerned. Thank you for like supporting me and all that stuff. But point being is that not everybody's going to get your obsessive goal. And just because I'm obsessed about doing pull-ups or trying to get my first muscle up or, you know, all of that stuff, it's my goal. It's my dream. It's my ownership on that. And I don't need to explain that to everybody. So there's so much more power in being able to walk away from someone knowing that they've just been able to get you know, not into that spot into your life. And you don't need to make sure that you, you know, have this like massive concept of explaining and understanding everybody. I used to spend so much time on that and getting like frustrated and upset. And now I'm just, again, I just have this policy of like, thank you next. And likely, you know, when the universe is like aligning certain things and certain people and certain conversations, like everything I just look at life now is a lesson You know, even that conversation, it just empowers me to be able to, you know, say thank you to those people and then move on and be able to still work my goals and like not have those things affect me anymore. That said, okay, so Costa Rica and being able to spend time there was also such a great way for me to catch up on books. And guys, if you know your girl, Amanda, you know that I'm such a book nerd. If you ever want to see like what I'm reading, I definitely post it to um our website, but I'm also on Goodreads too, for all of you uh readers that are out there. And I read a ton of content. I often actually, I, I, I listen to a lot of audio books too. I am typically driving back and forth from Toronto several times, like I would say at least once or twice a week. And uh, Toronto to Muskoka is probably like... It's at least about an hour and a half to two hour drive uh, one way. So you can easily get uh, sometimes a whole book polished off in that. And it's great. So my Goodreads is off the chart with audiobooks. But the cool thing about being in Costa Rica was I was able to like get back into actually having like a a book book. And I love that. And I read um, Jay Shetty has uh, just released a new book. When I saw this book when it first came out, I was definitely... Wanting to consider it as an audiobook, but there's so many great diagrams, um, and I actually picked it up from a bookstore. There's so many great, like yes, the audiobooks are great, and you get through a lot of content very quickly. But there's something to be said about a hard-covered book or um, like a page book because there's often uh, a lot of diagrams and and things like that in there. So that can be really fun and really resourceful. I will say too that I do love audiobooks especially when the authors are narrating them. So for example, like I'm obsessed about David Goggins when he, I, and I've just, I've just finished listening to the audio in his new book and it's phenomenal because he also includes Joe Rogan on there too. And then his mom. So for those of you that are obsessed about David Goggins as much about his, me, you definitely want to listen to, um, his audiobook because I love his voice and I just think it's so empowering So anyways, but back to Jay's book. So it's the eight rules of love. Jay references at the start of the book, this beautiful comparison on love to flowers and plants. Stick with me. Okay. But it was this moment and I was like, yes, that is what love is all about. So what is the difference between like and love? As a student, the teacher responds, when you like a flower, you pluck it. When you love a flower, you water it daily. This frequently cited dialogue illustrates the favorite ideas and concepts on love. We are attracted to beauty. We long for it and we want it for our own. This is the flower that we pick and we enjoy. But attraction, like a cut flower, eventually withers and we disregard it. When attraction develops into love, it requires more care. When we want to keep a flower alive, we don't cut it and put it into a vase. We give it sunlight and soil and water. And it's only then when you care for a flower over time, you're doing your very best to keep it alive, that you fully experience the beauty, the freshness, the color, the scent, the bloom. And you notice the delicate details on each of the petals. You watch it respond to the seasons. You find joy and satisfaction when a new bud appears. And you feel a thrill when it blossoms. Now guys i'm not a plant person but last year okay guys so stick with me i am not a plant person but last year i watched my dad bring an orchid back to life that i clearly thought was dead i think one of the kids had purchased it for me for my birthday or it was something like that like mother's day anyways i was like giving this orchid to my dad and i was like dad i'm pretty sure that it needs to go into the garbage whatever like well let's just like compost it And he's like, no, it's not dead. He's like, it's just that it's lost its petals. As I referenced before in that passage from that book, my dad literally took this orchid and did the same thing. He cared for it, he nurtured it, and he, you know, trimmed it all back and really paid close attention to what the orchid needed. I feel that there's so many of us right now that are doing the same, you know, sort of thing. And if you sort of bring that into the context of, you know, when we're looking for a new relationship, I feel like there's no point entering into a relationship, not understanding at least yourself and being healed. Right. So many people are looking for others to fill a void, fill something when you all need to just be spending some time alone, reflecting on your own stuff and getting that tight and back on track really i am such a big believer that like you attract what you attract and I think that there are a lot of times in life where there's so many of us like I am definitely have spent the past year being very confident as a person alone I'm definitely the type of person that I would have no core like whatsoever to hop on an airplane and be by myself I'm Able to eat at a restaurant by myself. Is it fun with with other people? One hundred percent, it is. Like I'm not a complete introvert, but at the same time, there's a very huge amount of power with being able to be so confident in yourself. Where I also like spending time by myself too, and I'm also okay with that. Like it's it's I would much rather be alone than try to maintain a relationship with someone or somebody that is not on the same, you know, value and or goal list as myself. If you want to attract deep love and deep connection, then first of all, guys, that starts from you and it starts from within. And you have to aspire to be just like that, like most like carefully award-winning gardener that was tending to like your most prized possessed flower. And if you think about it from that concept, I definitely feel that if you look at it like that, the universe will eventually align with you with what you are looking to attract. And that's the beauty in it. You know, it's kind of like this flower, you know, you're not looking for love in a rushed way. You're looking for it to be like this beautiful thing that develops over time. And anyways, I'm getting very off topic, but Jay Shetty's book, it is, it's, it's so good. There's so many other great, uh, lessons and, uh, concepts that are in the book. And, uh, he's got some really, really good stuff on ashrams and stuff. And I love it. I also love his voice. Um, as well. So I'm sure that if you're listening to the audiobook, it would be just as good. Guys, that's a wrap for this episode. I really hope that you have loved this as much as what I have. Thank you so much for tuning into the Creative Influencer Show. I hope that you guys have gained some inspiration today and that you have left with your heart and your mind a little fuller. I love using this platform to chat, inspire, and discuss everything that lights my heart on fire but a huge favor to ask for your girl, Amanda. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to the channel and share with two of your friends. Tag them on social media and tag us. Creating content for this platform is what brings me so much joy, but I want to grow and share these growth mindset concepts with everyone. And I can't do that without your help. So share, comment, and spread the love. Until next time, guys, may you find gratitude in every day, live your life to the fullest, and be courageous enough to conquer the world. Um.